0: This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older.
1: I just signed up for an account on uh, Ashley Madison,
0: and I'm not married.
1: You're going to get no. a nose in the butthole one day. <laughs> it's going to be all cold and wet. You're going to be like, "Hey!" Eh!
0: You presume I haven't.
1: <laughs> my dick does not work on command anymore. I'm not ashamed to admit this.
0: Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin.
1: AKA KB Paperstacks, aka Baldwin Escobar, aka Danger Zone, aka Vanilla Thriller, and aka MC Killer
0: B. No one calls you any of that. So there are some things about Christmas that are absolutely amazing. People are singing, people are in a better mood, there's lights twinkling everywhere, everything seems more festive and it just seems like a happier time of year. But there are also things about Christmas that absolutely suck. Where there are people singing, that means that there are Christmas carols everywhere and everybody has heard Baby It's Cold Outside enough times to kill somebody at this point. There's also the fact that you have to go around to attend tons of Christmas parties. There's the fact that there's a constant stream of fucking food at work when you're trying to lose weight and there's always chocolate and fucking candy and all that shit. But all that shit is next to how difficult it is to being a parent at Christmas the tv is constantly telling your kids this is the shit you need to ask for this year this is the shit you need to ask santa to bring you every tv show that is on that is even slightly adult oriented is hell-bent on giving up the santa secret as a parent you've got to constantly fight to keep the santa the christmas spirit alive the reindeer the gifts the elves all that shit you have to constantly fight for it still to be a thing and when your kids are really young the christmas spirit is basically what can you get me what can you buy me but for some kids it changes as they get older I met Nikki when Chris was three years old, and by the time he started kindergarten, I'm starting to kind of get the hang of this whole stepdad thing. And Christmas had gotten more and more awesome as he got older. Every parent out there can attest to how awesome it is to have young kids at Christmas. The absolute fever pitch of a three-year-old jumping out of bed at 3 a.m., running downstairs to see the Christmas tree and saying, Santa was here! That's something you cannot even bottle in a can. So, Up to this point, Chris had been, you know, really focused on what he was going to get for Christmas because he was a kid, but this year was a little bit different. This year he was starting to think, you know, maybe giving is just as awesome as receiving and he wanted to do something for us. So he tells us they're having this little Santa's workshop event at school where the kids are going to be able to pick some pretty generic gifts for their family and they weren't going to be too expensive and the older kids are going to walk them around to be able to get the gifts. And when Chris heard this, he was excited. He was finally going to be able to get his family gifts. And for me and Nikki, this was kind of a big deal, like one of those baby steps of Christopher growing up. Can I have $10 to buy gifts for you guys? I want to be able to get you guys something this year. And back in the beginning of our marriage, $10 was a shitload of money. I would lose my mind on my wife for buying groceries. So $10 given to the six-year-old is a big fucking deal. But finally, Nikki breaks me down, and we give him the $10, and he goes off to school. And the day he gets back, he comes back and says, I got a surprise for you guys, but you're going to have to wait till Christmas to find out what it is. And I thought maybe he'd gotten something small for me and Nikki together, and he was all happy about it and excited. So I just smiled and said, okay, buddy, I can't wait to see what you got us. And this is about two weeks before Christmas, and every parent out there can say there's a shitload of stuff that goes into being a parent at Christmas. All the last minute get, getting gifts uh, bought, getting them wrapped, making plans to go see families, going to Christmas parties, you know, everything that you have to do as a parent at Christmas time is huge. And I'd forgotten all about this gift for my son until Christmas morning. Now, it started the same way it always does. This little blonde-haired, blue-eyed whirlwind jumping out of bed at 6 a.m., running to the living room, seeing the tree, seeing the half drank glass of milk and the cookies that Santa had eaten, and all the tr- gifts under the tree, and he loses it. Santa came! It's time to open gifts! And for every parent out there, this is that moment. Where you're faced with the fact that today is a day where you're almost assuredly off work, and you could sleep in, or you could get up at 6 a.m. in the morning and go sit and open gifts. So, just like we always did, me and my wife shambled out to the living room, and we went through each present sharing the ones that we'd gotten for Christopher and the ones that me and Nikki had gotten for each other, and of course the ones Chris got from Santa. And when Christopher pulls out this little crudely wrapped package, and he hands it to me, where I can tell like somebody who has no idea how to wrap something has wrapped it. And it's about the size of a shaving kit in my hand. And I'm holding it in my hand, I'm shaking it, and I'm like... I, I want to guess what it is before I open it if I guess what it is will you tell me and then I'll open it and finally he's like just open it come on I want you to see what it is so I tear it open and there's the first and only shoe shine kit I've ever been given in my entire life and that doesn't sound like an amazing gift but he looks up at me with those blue eyes and he says I know you have to dress up for work and you always have those shiny shoes on so I wanted to make sure you could keep them shiny and I gotta be honest at that moment I almost cried it was one of the most thoughtful and awesome gifts I've ever gotten, and it came from a six-year-old kid, my son, on Christmas morning. Amongst all the gifts he'd gotten from Santa, he was the most proud of being able to give me this little shoe shine kit. And I knew that me and my wife were on to raising an amazing kid at that moment. And yes, there are times that my son annoys the shit out of me, but I always remember who he was and who he is and what I hope he's going to be. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Now That I'm Older, a show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at nowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older. And if you give to us, we're going to give right back to you. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag PodernFamily. Now, Potter Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about Badass Podcasts, and basically create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter and Family, you're going to find our show as well as the Relevant Source Podcast, the Dad at Life Podcast, and the Your New Opinion Podcast. And this week on episode 148, Shane is the Snowman, we're going to talk about the huge snowstorm that we just had in Georgia for some fucking reason. And then we're also going to talk about the fact that Kenny is kind of the love guru. So check it out. We'll be right back. Well, you coming? Where? Why, to the North Pole, of course. This is the Polar Express. All right, so a minute ago, we sit down to record, and I ask Kenny, what are you doing? Because he was, like, intently paying attention to his phone, like, staring at his phone, like his phone was about to, like, say something important to him. I was trying to, like, trick you into leaving me alone. didn't work. (laughs) why do you think that I would ever leave you alone when I drove all the way across town oh man he's
1: clearly like really busy on that phone
0: (laughs) didn't work Kenny when have you ever been busy on your phone when something wasn't exploding that I was like yeah I'll just leave you alone right now while we're recording if it was
1: exploding exploding,
0: you'd still be a jackass
1: about
0: it I am the guy who used to call people when they wouldn't answer their phone and then I would call back and then call back and I'd be like dude I know you're fucking there that's
1: why David used to have Bo answer (laughs) your call
0: yeah, that's why Bo got that's why Bo got cussed out so many times by me. He hated me at the end of that. It was really just David's fault. Fuck but anyway, basically, so what were you looking up on your phone at the time? You said there was some fifty year old guy who had said something ridiculous. Oh, there was some jackass who was uh, selling the old line of how
1: if girls didn't want to be grabbed and uh, their personal space violated, they shouldn't wear high heels and shirts that show cleavage. Like we're not even talking, guy wasn't even going in, like, on Syria. He was, he went high heels. He went, like, he went, like, he wants ankle-length like skirts. Every woman, like, as far as, I, and then he bitched about people in America being prudes because they were calling men out for sexual assaults. So, he doesn't approve of wearing high heels, but America's too prudish because they don't let men freely grab women.
0: Um. I think we've reached a fever pitch and I know we don't want to get too political or too much into any of that kind of shit here. He has a daughter
1: and I was tempted to be like, I'm going to grab your daughter by the pussy and see how he responded. But then I realized I'd be talking about grabbing a child's pussy. (laughs) That's that's
0: never going to be good. So, Kenny, if you could not go Roy Moore on this whole thing, I would be uh, awesome.
1: I, I, when I do get back on Facebook, after, I, pro- I might phrase the question differently. Like,
0: how would you feel if somebody grabbed your daughter by the pussy? How would you feel if potential Senator Moore came into your house and said, let me touch your daughter? Look, I, here's the thing about these old, creepy-ass motherfuckers who
1: go after these young chicks, and they try to act like they're still teenagers. That's not how you get young girls. That's the antithesis of how you get, you know how you get young girls. You bitch about being
0: old. You bitch about being old. That's how you get young girls. Because I can go ahead and be honest and say I, there's no ability for me to be able to get young girls because I'm married. I mean, so. it's not get. I mean, they want to fuck, too. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a mutual thing. Obviously, by the amount of fucking people on this planet, everybody wants to fuck. I mean, that's just I mean, yeah. in, the, in the DNA. I mean, I've slept with a lot of young girls, <laughs> and
1: there's no Me Too stories about me. Let's just put it
0: that way. Have they all come out yet? Are we sure?
1: What do you mean, come out? <laughs> There's nothing to come out. I mean, I don't keep my relationships like top secret or anything. It's like I bang, bang one of these broads for a couple of months sometimes. Sometimes they move in for a year, you know. <laughs> sometimes.
0: sometimes they move in with their children. We've detailed that on the podcast as well. I don't care if she had kids. So, <laughs> not my problem. So, you think that the way to get young chicks. I don't young think, chicks, I have
1: a proven track record
0: so it's kind of like the naked man like this works like two out of three times yeah, if you just bitch about being old
1: I mean it, it, right away you know if it works either they aren't interested in the conversation or they are it's like usually they, they're like why don't you come up to a club and I'm like <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to a
1: club. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I love that sound. I'm like 25 years or too old for a club because like I was already annoyed with clubs when I was 20. So,
0: all right. So 20 years past clubbing. clubbing. I didn't like clubbing whatsoever. Let me just clear the record here. Outside of going to rock clubs, which there were times still when I would be in rock clubs, I'd have to go outside just for 10 so minutes of fucking peace and quiet.
1: You're going way off. You're veering off course here. I'm not veering off off course. You're you're fucking lame. I'm trying to give men the secret to the castle here, and you're fucking it up for them. The secret to the castle. This is how you save the princess. That's one example. When they say you want to go to the club, you say, no, I don't. You go to the club and come back here, and you're done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Send me a picture of your
1: cute little outfit at the club. Don't go to the club to hang out with dudes. Girls go to the club to hang out with their girlfriends and dance and turn guys down. That's why they go to clubs. How many times have you seen guys actually successfully pick up a girl they did not bring to a club?
0: Hardly ever.
1: Unless it's it, that one friend who can fuck anybody and you hate him. Yeah. Unless it's Billy Ho. Billy <laughs> yeah. Ho can score One of club. those types
0: of people who can just, whenever he he can look at a chick in a club and go, so, and they say, cool. So you just be brutally honest and be like, I have no interest
1: in going to the club. And you let them go and you have no possessive bullshit about it. And they're like, whoa. Because every dude their age is trying to be a fuck. Trying to be a player with this guy. I got some cool lines. I'm gonna, your eyes are so beautiful, girl. Are
0: you, <laughs> are you from Tennessee?
1: Cause you're the only 10 I see. Not that bad, but, <laughs> but yeah, that vein. So they're used to fucking fighting off game all day. So if you just be like, you're brutally honest, you're just, you don't hide shit about your lifestyle, what you do, anything. And all of a sudden, this girl's fascinated by why you're being so, like, open about everything. And they want to know more about you. And women work different than men. Once they want to know more about you, they become attracted to you. Women are attracted based on interest. Men are attracted based on sexual preference. (laughs) We think you're hot. That's why we're talking to you. A girl talks to you because she's like, whoa, this person's
0: interesting. Um, in my experience, and this comes from I don't know, what is this, 15, 17 years back when I was actually still in the dating world. You're um, obsolete. Yeah. All my <laughs> shit is all my shit is fucking outdated. But it really comes down to making a woman laugh, that, being that, confident, that makes in yourself, you
1: interesting. That being confident makes you interesting. In yourself,
0: and and never, ever, ever, and I still do this in my marriage today. Like my wife can go out to a male strip club hang out with her girlfriends, hang out all night. I don't give a fuck about that, dude. She's coming back home to me. I don't really right. give a shit about that. Girls only cheat once you make them like jealous or if you start acting possessive. As soon as you start putting down the fucking, you can't like, I've had my wife come to me and say, yeah, um, so-and-so can't go with us tomorrow night because her husband won't let her. And I'm like, her husband won't let her. What is this? The 1800s? What does the he have, fuck is does this? He have a title on her? <laughs> exactly. Is, how's that work? Did she sign an indentured servitude contract or anything Married like people that? are always
1: like, you just don't understand. I'm like, no, you're just like letting some other person dominate you. You could be married and still respect each other.
0: Well, it's perfectly fine. Like if I'm going to go somewhere, like tonight I told my wife, hey, I'm going over to Kenny's house. We're going to record. She didn't say, no, you can't do that. She was upset that I was leaving, but she was like, okay, I know you have to go get shit recorded for the podcast. There are so many assholes out there who will (laughs) fucking do everything they can to try and control their girl. And that's when girls start fucking looking elsewhere.
1: Sorry, Jack is vocal today, folks. You're going to hear some meows. There's nothing we can do about it. He won't leave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I pushed him off the table four times. He's back. So for you, it basically comes down to basically complaining about being old. That's where it all starts. Well, no, it's
1: not about complaining about being old. It's about being honest.
0: Okay. So it's, I complain, I
1: hate, I'm old and I hate it. So I complain about being old. If you weren't really like, if you really didn't want to be, you know, if your knees don't really hurt, don't bitch about your knees hurting. (laughs) I really don't want to go to the club and my knee really hurts. So those are all honest things. But, you know, I guess this guy was brutally honest about how he's a fucking misogynist. I don't know if that's going to work. I, uh, I was, uh, I talked to my wife the other, mo- I, other night I about just this. Equating wearing high heels to you, you shouldn't mind that people are grabbing your body parts against your will. To me, that shows more sign of mental illness than anything <laughs> the girl wearing could ever show. So you think you're entitled to grab somebody's, first of all, I don't know how I'd be a girl. Cause as a dude, if you grab me, I don't want you to, I'm punching you squaw in the mouth. And it's gonna hurt really bad because I'm 300
0: pounds, and I know how to use that weight to my advantage. Think about <laughs> when you get heated. Think about when you get really heated, and then somebody grabs you to like try and move you or try to pull yeah, you, I, you I, out of the situation. I'm Ray. You turned to fucking. Can throw we say that his names as we aren't friends anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not saying anything bad about him. I don't see but why not. It wasn't
1: like I wasn't even mad at Ray. Ray just tried to keep me from beating the shit out of Bo, and I was busy. So <laughs> Ray got, and I didn't like throw him where it hurt him. He landed on a bed. But like, I was beating the shit out of bows that time he kicked me and made me stub my toe. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know why, but this excited a fucking riot. It hurt real bad for a second. I know it's not a permanent energy, but (laughs) injury, but uh, it hurt really bad that second. And it just made me like. Furious. Berserker, angry, and just I just fucking beat this furious. Shit. I held Bo down by his throat and punched him in the forehead about a hundred
0: times. I've had, I've actually punched people who've grabbed me to pull me off of other people before because when you get into a rage like that, I don't need to punch that person. It's
1: like Ray found that I just dipped a little bit and grabbed him on the shoulder, and he went,
0: he went over the shoulder. <laughs> but I was, I talked to my wife about this whole thing the other night. Obviously, like it seems like every fifteen seconds there's a new dude who touched some girl inappropriately or said something inappropriate.
1: I mean, I see totally both sides. You know, there's. Guys guys like this that make these posts. And I'm like, wow, there are still a lot of dudes out here who just don't understand reality. And then I'm also like some girl posted something about like, if you want a girl, you just need to act on it. And then a guy posted right away with, Oh, uh-uh, now here in 2017 girl. We need written consent for anything. I won't even ask you out without consent at this point. Can you send
0: me a verification, like an electronic signature that says you consent to everything I'm about to ask you? Something came out recently and it was actually two girls. It was a, a female uh, music
1: artist and a less famous music artist and the less famous of the two said the other girl sexually assaulted her basically a couple of years ago. So like a lesbian assault, I guess. So, and then she told the story and they both put out their, their sides of the story. And basically it was, well, she started touching me and went down on me. And I, well, I didn't say no, I obviously wasn't into it. And I'm like, we're getting to, the, and then somebody else posted in with their opinion of not saying no is not the same as giving consent, or yeah, saying no is not the same, or not saying not no is saying not the same no. as not giving. Consent. And I was like, but it, it kind of is.
0: <laughs> well, let me let me let's go back here because in this situation, I don't know what you're talking about because I didn't hear this whole thing. But I don't know who either of the artists are. I've never heard of them. But going and back seriously. into this. I've never gotten into a situation with a girl where either she's going down on me or I'm going down on her where we didn't have a conversation about whether this was okay before anybody's pants came off. Okay. I don't know how it's supposed to work in the modern world where you're supposed to have this discussion that totally kills the mood. When you're <laughs> Usually if you start making out with me, I figure that's consent. I saw there's this meme that goes around that talk that uh, shows this poster from college where it's like last night, you know, Billy and Katie both got really, really yeah, drunk I've seen this one too. and the they had sex. Movie. And, you know, how could she have consented? It's like, well, it how the that? fucking Billy have consented either? He was drunk, too. It's this weird thing where there is this world going on right now where it's very easy to not sexually assault a woman. It's well, very I'm, not, easy I'm not blaming women for the environment we're in right
1: now, uh, because if there weren't so many goddamn creepy men, there wouldn't be this reaction. So there are obviously plenty of creepy ass men. And I also don't get the whole, most of these guys were married when they did this shit. So it's not like they're hard up for getting
0: ass. They just came out with fucking Marshall Falk and Donovan McNabb are fucking doing shit like this. And I'm like, dude, how do you work in a professional environment? Uh, and like, I've never once been in a room privately with a coworker and been like, you know what? I think I want to sexually assault her. I mean, I've had I've, an affair with a coworker. You've had an affair with just about everybody, dude. You had an affair with somebody's mom. You had an affair with a coworker. You <laughs> they had an all consented. With somebody else's mom. I mean, let's be honest. It's not really hard to get Ken Baldwin into an affair. Okay? No, I like affairs because they're commitment free. Because <laughs> you don't have to worry about buying Christmas gifts or fucking buying tampons uh-huh. or any shit like that or going <laughs> I don't to buy have groceries. To do any of the
1: domestic stuff. It's a great relationship. I just signed up for an account on uh, Ashley Madison, and I'm not married. <laughs> I'm literally trying to meet a couple married women today. Literally a poon hound. Just going out there I'm a poon hound. I can get single poon is out there. You just nailed it. You actually just nailed exactly why I'm doing this. Oh yeah, There's Dating a married understand. woman is fucking amazing. You don't have to buy them gifts. You don't have to do no- all you have to do is not their husband cuz they're obviously <laughs> aggravated as fuck with this dude. Um <laughs> was- So, for a small fee, for any of you guys listening, if you want to find out if your wife's on Ashley Madison, let them both know. Uh, nah. It won't cost you much.
0: Send us an email at ntiopod <laughs> at gmail.com. I'll go undercover. Go. I might
1: sleep with your wife if she's hot, but I'll let you know. Um, if
0: Ken Baldwin sleeps with record, your wife. I
1: will not sleep with your wife if you pay me. That's gross.
0: <laughs> now that I'm older, is not responsible if Ken Baldwin sleeps with your wife. I'm just going to um, go yeah, ahead and put if, that if out there. If you try to pay me to sleep with your wife, it gets creepy. I'm not doing that. That's a, that old cuckold thing. It's not cool to me. There yeah. will be a 20% finder's fee if you do decide to pay Ken Baldwin. Uh, first of all, anything. I'm not
1: banging anybody while somebody's watching. That's just
0: weird. <laughs> I don't even let the cat
1: stay in the room. The cat has to go. The best part about do you having you leave your sex, dogs in the room?
0: The best part <laughs> about having sex as a married person is being in the middle of it. And suddenly you feel something jump on the bed. <laughs> and then you're like, get out of here, Piper. God damn it.
1: <laughs> see, I, that's a tactical error on your part. I was just about to ask you. You
0: made sure the dogs were
1: in the room. Nope.
0: Well, see, there's there's like not one or two or three, but four so getting them out of the room is like a process and shit like Imagine that. Imagine if, if you were talking off. about children. <laughs>
1: it would be unacceptable as fuck then. It's unacceptable now. You're going to get no. a nose in the butthole one day. <laughs> it's going to be all cold and wet. You're going to be like, "Hey." Eh! You
0: presume I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be gross, but just... Shane's got had, had his butthole sniffed by the dog. You know?
1: <laughs> my cat has never put his nose in my in my nether regions. He hasn't? Fuck no,
0: he's a dude. He's a dude. (laughs) That (laughs) matters
1: to the fucking cat. He doesn't care. Plus, let's, let's be honest. You have to
0: admit, as far as pets go, my, my cat has a very dude-like personality. He does have a dude-like personality. He wants affection when he wants it. If he doesn't, he wants you to fuck off. If he's not, if you if you're not doing what he wants, he's spiteful. Yeah, exactly. And then (laughs) But not
1: like a woman. Like he doesn't do anything about it. He just looks at you hard. I was about to say there is the one thing he does,
0: which is glare like a woman. He glares like a
1: man. Women glare as they're plotting on what they're gonna do. Men don't take it that next step. We just look hard at each other like (laughs) fuck you, dude. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) Women are like. They have these intricate plans.
0: How the fuck you gonna be hard at breakfast?
1: Be <laughs> <laughs> banging on bacon? These <laughs> like, niggas wake up, man. <laughs> you bad at Cheerios? Damn. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, these, uh, but that's it creeps me out, these old dudes that act young. It's nothing wrong with sleeping with younger women. I love that. All they're, well, they're
0: all they're all firm where they're supposed to be, and shit's all fucking there's also this weird thing you going on now. You can convince them of
1: shit that you
0: just made up. <laughs> I love seeing older dudes, and I can't—I ha- don't have anything on my brain right now. But I've seen a few of them where they like are wearing
1: Ed Hardy. newer exactly <laughs> that kind of shit. Yeah, and, like they got it, their hair spiked up, except their hairline recedes way back, so it looks like they have like a wrestler if, haircut. <laughs> if you're 53, like,
0: are you what are you fucking Hawk from? The <laughs> if you're 53 and you've got your hair spiked up and you're fucking—that's <laughs> hey, hairline exact point. If I'm trying to get the same girl that girl,
1: that guy's going, I got my Calvin Klein shirt on, my fucking suit from Men's Warehouse, and some really expensive shoes. Girls dig that. They do not dig you wearing the same thing as the 18 year old guy on the other side of the club.
0: Why is that? Maybe because if a girl is going to date an older guy, she doesn't want a fucking boy. <laughs> she wants a man.
1: If she wants to date somebody with fucking bad fashion sense and no fucking money, she's going to date a guy whose dick works on command. My dick does not work on command anymore. I'm not ashamed to admit this. All you other 40-year-old plus men, go ahead and join the club of not being ashamed. You're going to have to work for that hard-on. I tell young girls all the time, no, baby, I'm not just going to fuck you. You're going to have to, <laughs> it's, the The roles have now been reversed. You're going to have to get me in the mood. Get off the goddamn table.
0: Jack Jenny is now <laughs> chastising his cat. Once again, ladies in the audience, um, from the, now that I'm older audience, let us know if you're single, if you're married, whatever, when you were dating, if you are still dating, what do you think? Is the best thing about dating an older guy? Is it yeah. when he's honest with you? Is it when he rolls Does it, if out? If he acts the- like
1: his age versus a guy who wears Ed Hardy. <laughs> and to, if, if he's know, got a
0: cul-de-sac, but he's still got long hair in the he's back, back there of it.
1: Doing, he's back at the bathroom doing rails of Viagra to try to pretend like his dick still works like when he was 18. I mean, my dick works. I'm not ashamed of my dick. My dick works. But I mean, it's, you know, i got to watch a little video first. Or if I'm with a girl, she's going to have to like, you know. You have to tell me nice things about myself for a minute. <laughs> you have to let me rub on a titty or something. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Shit's not really free. Happening. Unless you want to wait 30 or 45 minutes while I work it up. <laughs>
0: it takes you 45 minutes to get your dick up With no deep?
1: stimulation? Just imagine going out when you leave today. You get in the car. And you're like, all right, I'm going to get a hard on. Because you know when you're a teenager, you could be driving down the road and a stop sign could look sexy.
0: The next thing you know, you're all uncomfortable. I'm not, about, <laughs> I'm not about to prove this to you, but I can get a hard on in the next three, four minutes, honestly. Why like, you it, it wouldn't a, be why
1: Why could you get a hard-on sitting in a room alone with me? Well, your cat's (laughs) here, too. Now now that I'm older, we have a problem in the podcast (laughs) studio. If there was a chick here and was flashing me titty, yeah, I can get a hard-on in three minutes, too. I can imagine it, though. For me, I don't have to have, like, the the fucking... You've been late
0: enough times where your imagination should be nearly useless at this point. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? No, I've been late enough times at this point where my imagination comes in. I can use total recall to like, back to those chicks. My dick's smart. <laughs> my dick's like, there's no girl here. <laughs> there's
1: okay. no need for me to get hot and bothered. Why okay. would I do that? That's my dick talking right now. Why would I do that?
0: <laughs> Apparently, this is where your dick has already gone into early onset dementia. No, my dick has just wised up. My dick is like, like, when I was 18, I thought I could fuck a hole in the wall. Oh, you, <laughs> every eighteen-year-old guy from about fifteen to eighteen could fuck a hole in anything. Remember okay? those dogs, remember,
1: Have you seen videos of a dog when it gets interrupted fucking and it's walking around fucking air and it's like haunching itself? That's how eighteen-year-old boys are. You can't stop fucking even if we're not fucking. We're like ah. But am I my dick smart now? My dick's like yeah, I can get hard if I have a reason. <laughs> I, don't
0: I don't know if your dick's smart or if your dick's just slow at this point. I feel like we've talked a lot about your penis in the last couple of episodes. I penis, really do. Well,
1: my penis is fascinating.
0: But I do feel like you uh, you basically created a fallacy for the audience when you said well, your p- penis is perfect. It is perfect. There's no way your penis is perfect if it suddenly has like, you know, memory loss where you can't no, remember no. how to get hard.
1: Getting a hard-on when there's not going to be any relief is not a good thing. Is what I'm trying to explain to you. Why would you want a hard-on in the studio? That's <laughs> <I'm> how <laughs> you get blue balls. What's wrong with I'm you? I'm not saying I'm just going to create a hard-on arm for no gonna reason. Help, nobody's going to help you with that shit in here look (laughs) and you ain't you ain't louis ck in my ass either (laughs) just watch kitty you guys remember that time shane got shot (laughs) officer I only shot him in the leg why he started masturbating in front of me well sir he has a valid reason i'm sorry we can't arrest
0: him no i would be like (laughs) sir i definitely asked him beforehand and he gave consent (laughs) well that's not true look at it. you know that's not true look at him (laughs) look at him sir he was wearing high heels Obviously, <laughs> he obviously deserved it wearing those high heels. Good job, Kenny. That's what you get. What were you wearing when I started masturbating in the studio? That's the question. See, Kenny doesn't have a shirt on right now. That basically looks like boobs over there. Shane said that he's attracted <laughs> to my jaw.
1: I don't know how I feel about this at all. And he just said you can hard on it in your than three minutes. I want you all to know these things. <laughs> if I'm not back on the podcast, please call somebody. He might have me in a hole in some basement trying to maybe put lotion on stuff. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's weird. It's like misery. That novel, where right before he figures out she's the crazy lady. <laughs> and he's like suspicious, but he's like, nah.
0: No way she's the crazy lady. Oh. oh my gosh, she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel right now. He's about to cut off my foot. <laughs> I mean, I would just chain you to something. I wouldn't, I wouldn't See, foot See? <laughs> Topic got weird. <laughs> All right, guys, I want to apologize about a couple things. Number one, exactly how much Kenny has been talking about his penis recently. I'm going to try and get that under control. And the other thing is exactly how weird that last clip got. Really sorry about that. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break. But when we get back, we're going to talk about the monster snowstorm that we got here in Georgia and how Kenny almost decided to start raiding his neighbors. So check it out. We'll be right back. After these messages...
1: Hello, everyone in the podcast world. This is Gerald, one of the two hosts of Two Peas on a Podcast. I want to ask you to join me and my buddy Andy every week as we discuss current events, pop culture, news, politics, entertainment. Uh, Hell, we even talk about robots. We're all over the place, but we try to keep you informed and keep things positive. Go to 2peasonapod.com. Head to our contact page. You can find us on social media and all over the World Wide Web. You can also subscribe on iTunes under 2Ps on a Podcast. Please tune in and we we hope to see you soon. We can't see you. We're on a damn podcast, but we
0: hope that you hear us soon. Visit two peas for more info. Then the Grinch thought
1: of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas. He thought
0: doesn't come from a store. All right, Kenny, this week we're gonna do a brand new commercial for Patreon. You've already been told what pa- you've already been told what Patreon is. Uh, I knew you, you was, were gonna ask you me assume that I was don't fucking ask me what Patreon is. Patreon is the place, Patreon.com slash now let them older where they go there, give us money, donate oh. to the podcast every month. Yeah, give me some money. It's for now that I'm older. It's not for Kenny. There is no place to donate to Kenny. Don't try to donate directly to Kenny. Patreon.com. If you go there, we're going to give you things like stickers, t-shirts, uh, unreleased content. We're also going to have Kenny do a shout out where he talks about you directly, and he's going to do his best to make it as nice as possible. I'm not. All right. All right. Now, Yannings, back to practice. Oh, no, not you. You better go home with your folks. From now on... Games, right? What up? This is Dina Marie, the host of the Twisted Philly Podcast. There's more mischief, mayhem, and nefarious goings on in the city of brotherly love than Billy Penn could have ever imagined. We've got it all here on the Twisted Philly Podcast. True crime, haunted history, the coolest and creepiest places to visit. Welcome Welcome to to Twisted Twisted Philly. Philly. You don't have to be from Philadelphia or Pennsylvania for that matter to get into this show. You just need to like some seriously weird, twisted shit. Plus, listening to me gush about the places I love to go, the history I love to tell, and the really sick, twisted crimes we've had going on here since back in the Victorian era. So come sit a spell with me in the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. You can find me on iTunes and all the other major podcast apps. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dear Santa... You are a bitch ass
1: nigga. I heard the mall is hiring extra security to protect you. That's a bitch move, Santa. I'm coming for that ass again.
0: All right. So at work, at my job, there was a time that I worked on a different team that I do now, and when I worked on that team, I was known as the snow guy. Like around the <laughs> office, we always the "snow guy" <laughs> because every time it would get close to snowing, if there was flurries, anything like that, I had actually gotten caught in the ice storm a couple years back, and it took me nine hours to get home. I made a vow that day I would never fucking spend nine hours in my car again unless I was going somewhere tropical that I had to drive to. So. Every time it would start snowing, I would be like, I got to go, guys. Bye. So you were the
1: bitch snow guy.
0: As soon as it starts sticking in any way whatsoever. That's how different our lives are. I had to go. The snow guy means something
1: totally different on my side. (laughs) (laughs) That game's usually very popular with hoes. Hoes love the cookie.
0: But, uh, <laughs> I, I, I was not the guy that everybody at work buys was cocaine say, for something i didn't know about our past <laughs> yeah. you were the snowman <laughs> uh can you, everybody at work just calls me frosty <laughs> it's all frosty okay. um so at work as soon as like it would get close to snowing people were like so shane what time is it supposed to start snowing so i get that message i've moved over to another team now and i get that message on thursday afternoon Of this last week going, hey, Shane, what time's the snow supposed to start tomorrow? I said, I don't know, because I took every Friday off in December so I can burn through some vacation time. I'll be at home with my feet up, but you guys let me know how it goes. I went to work. Well, a lot of people apparently went to work. And again, the city of Atlanta did exactly what they always do and let everybody go at the same fucking time. So we had tons of people stuck on the road. There were people who took four and five hours to get home. It took me like like an hour
1: and ten minutes. I didn't have a hard time at all.
0: Yeah, well, I was at home with my fucking feet up, and when it first started snowing, it was like, "Oh, look, it's all nice and it's beautiful, it's all flowing, it's it's really pretty outside." Well, and then it kept on snowing, and then it kept on snowing, and kept. I want to
1: hear. I got way more snow than you. This is my story. I'm taking this over because I had an experience that you luckily got to skate through. So I went to work, and I even go in until like 10:30 or 11, because it was my paperwork day, and I can go in wherever the fuck I want. Okay. So I get there around 11ish and I'm working casually, not giving a fuck. Man, ah, yeah, that sure. It's going to snow, whatever. It was snowing when I left, but I was all of the mindset. It's
0: not going to stick on the
1: road. It's going to stick everywhere else, but it just got cold overnight.
0: Everybody up north, everybody in Canada, everybody, any place where it snows, that's exactly how all of us feel about it. Most times we get snow. It's melted by two hours later.
1: Well, I mean, the day before it was like 60
0: degrees.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so I just figured the earth probably would have, and to be honest, I drove every day during the snowstorm and I never had a problem. So, Snowmageddon in 2012, I saw all kind of carnage on the roads. That was different. That was uh, it had been cold. It was February,
0: and it
1: uh, was ice on the road. Not yeah, it snow wasn't snow. It started
0: to S- snow, and then it became ice. Snow like is
1: that. not hard to drive on. It's no, it's cushy and it's not like solid. That's where ice is a whole different animal. But anyway, I left, and the reason I left, uh, your brother called me, and I'm sitting there working and not giving a fuck, thinking I'm too cool to be. In school. Right. <laughs> your brother calls me. He's like, what's up, dude? And I was like, he kind of sounded hurried. So I was like, nothing. Why, uh, I'm sitting here at work. Getting some work done. while are we freaking out with this bullshit snow? Ha, 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 he's like, no, dude. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I'm out by your house. There's already like at least like six inches of snow on the ground. And he goes, and more importantly, people are already driving like fucking idiots. So I'm like, hold on a minute. I get on Google and immediately go to the maps and immediately see red everywhere and I'm like Steven I gotta go (laughs) he's like I feel you man get out of there so I like, I hang up and I do the last couple things I have to do and I'm not worried about the snow I'm worried about the idiots on the road blocking traffic like because I spent I think nine hours in my car in Smitten Omageddon trying to get 20 miles home from work yeah and it was and I ended up having to walk part of the way because the roads were actually fully blocked by a wrecked trailer that had flipped over and shit like that so I had to walk over from the neighborhood that you can see through the trees over there
0: See, I had I, I, I traveled to walk. through the woods <laughs> to get home. He went night. over the hill and through. I the I crossed woods a creek to his grandmother's house, and
1: I crashed a <laughs> creek. So there we go, and I had that experience. So I was like, "No, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm not worried about the snow. I'm worried about these fucking idiots <laughs> that are freaking out right now." So I get on the road, and it wasn't bad. I got home like maybe maybe about thirty minutes more than it usually takes, just because everybody's driving slow. That was no big deal to me. I know I, was, I know back roads, so I avoided all the big roads where people were driving like idiots. I was sipping hot coffee at this time. Yeah, Shane's, cause Shane's an asshole. Um, so I get home, no problem. And I get home in time. I'm taking pictures and having a good old time. And the power's like going out like intermittently. Flickering. So, like just flickering off and coming right back on. Right. No big deal. Like Maybe every hour and a half. And I'm like, oh, this is fine. We're, we're fine.
0: <laughs> and this is Friday. We're supposed to record on Saturday.
1: Yes, we're supposed to record on Saturday, which probably weren't going to do that anyway because the roads were probably bad enough for Shane not to drive that far.
0: Yeah, I, 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 there was more than likely a good chance I wasn't going to be able to make it because the roads here, yeah. what happened is all the I, the snow fell. The next day, the roads are more likely to be bad. Yep, because it, it freezes melts, overnight. And
1: then it freezes overnight. At any rate, Shane calls me the next day, and around 7.30 a.m., the power flicked out. I happened to be awake doing something. Maybe I woke up with the power flicked out and it didn't come back on and it didn't come back on and it, di- and it didn't come back on until Saturday night <laughs> around 7 PM. So I went about 28, 30 hours with no power
0: and I was mad ill. <laughs> I can only imagine your computer beeping at me. Uh, my computer didn't do that. I'm getting no notifications over here whatsoever. I don't have a computer in here. and That's not what my phone sounds like. Um, I was, uh, like, my power did the exact same thing as far as flickering out and flickering on. So I had the feeling that any minute now it was going to go off and go back on.
1: At one point, I realized how fucked I was when I got on the website for the uh, power company. I looked at their storm outage report where they were giving updates. And they were like, yeah, we have, uh, at this point, and this is like Saturday around, Four. So I've been at without power from seven a.m. to four p.m. At this point, I'm getting frustrated, and I look at the little thing. And in Cobb County, there were at that point nine thousand people without power. Four thousand of them lived in my in my immediate area in my zip code. Right. They had twenty one poles down. Eleven of them were in my zip code, and I was like, God damn it! What, what did I do to piss God off this week? God damn it! So,
0: so while you're at home, like, did you get, was it cold here? Like, did you guys no, get, cold get cold in the house? You know me, I don't get cold. It could be like oh. 30 degrees oh. and I'd be like. But I'm saying like your heat didn't work or anything.
1: No, my heat didn't work. Really. <laughs> well, some people have gas that doesn't. Everybody doesn't has it. a gas furnace, but you don't have to you have an electric blower to blow it somewhere. <laughs> the furnace was probably nice and warm. <laughs> and so, nowadays none of us have thermostats that aren't electric.
0: So my wife is from Savannah. And when your the wife snow, is,
1: your when, wife can be out in the muggy ass heat. And me and you'll be like, no, we're not going out there with you. It's oh, fucking ridiculously hot. <laughs> be like 110 but, degrees outside. and she'll be like, Let's get some fresh air in here.
0: But when snow falls, my wife becomes like a snow bunny, dude. She wants to go outside and see it. She wants to go fucking hang out, play in it. She wants to take pictures because she's from Savannah. She's never seen it. So Friday afternoon, when it starts falling like super fucking heavy, we're like, we waited until I, I want to say about 530. I don't know, five thirty, six o'clock, somewhere in there, and we decided to take a walk. Now, we walk about, I don't know, it felt like we walked about 17 miles away from the house and then walked back <laughs> just because we were walking through the snow. Like, it was so bad. You're not bad. supposed to walk
1: in deep snow. It's not... Like healthy. Not at all, because you're, if it's falling like Why, that, your your footprints disappear, and you have no fucking idea where you just came. Not from. Not only that, but you stress your your body out trying to take those. You're like marching because you have to take these big ass steps. Well, it wasn't, Why didn't you just get in the car and
0: ride around and look at the snow? Because by this time it was so bad where I lived on my roads. My roads had not been treated at all. Like we no, saw, no, the people. roads got treated.
1: I drove around all, saw, all day Saturday, I rode around <laughs> just so I can drive charge my phone because I know we just told the listeners that's dangerous, but I'm not going without a phone. So and I wasn't sitting in the driveway like a lame. I went around and looked at the power damage. I was trying to call in the Cobb EMC, our power company, to let them know where they needed to be. (laughs) I couldn't get through the phone line. I was like, You got a pole down over here on Corner Road at Macklin? You need to get over here and fix that one? I think there's a retirement community right next to it. I'm imagining. They're probably dying right now. Sir, sir, we know where the retirement (laughs) communities are, and we can tell by tracking your phone number. That's right outside your neighborhood. No, it's not. I'm being selfless. I have a retirement
0: community in my house. I'm trying to be a hero here, folks. My grandmother is retired, okay? She lives upstairs, and she needs heat. Yeah. Get here now! Well, my wife decides we have to go on a walk because she wants to take these beautiful pictures. And as we're walking, you could have driven snow- while she
1: took the pictures. I promise you, it wasn't <laughs> as bad on the roads as you think. Snow is harmless on the roads.
0: No, by this point, the snow had already fallen to a point where it had gotten squished down by the cars going over. I understand. It and we I drove
1: it all that. As long as you don't hit your brakes and you keep it in first gear, you're fine.
0: I get it. I understand.
1: You I'm, have a fucking SUV. I have a Corolla. I do, and I saw more than one SUV
0: like skid <laughs> off the road. I saw those
1: people too that were driving like there was no <laughs> snow
0: on the road. So, I, dude, I saw somebody fly past us while we're out there going like forty-five miles an hour, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, you, and you are just going to yourself, kill yourself. You're
1: gonna, you're gonna be stuck off the side of the road in a minute. That's gonna
0: you're be gonna funny. slide
1: off of the fucking
0: road and be yeah. stuck in a ditch." I
1: just put it in like first or second gear and and, and had myself chilled out and was driving like twenty-five miles an hour everywhere. Well, the thing that was really
0: crazy is we're walking around taking these pictures. My you wife tells me a story.
1: You can't compare your neighborhood to mine because you called me on Saturday. And we're like, wow. So I hear you got like on the news. I said you got like 12 or so inches. I was like 13. I just measured it. 13 fucking inches of snow. I got eight inches
0: of snow over there. It's okay. I mean, you know, it was, it was fine. You hear this bitch? You guys hear this bitch? <laughs> I swear to God. More you, importantly, we had power. You had electricity and PlayStation, you <laughs> son of a bitch.
1: I'm like, all I want to do is play Fallout. It's like real life fallout.
0: (laughs) Instead of this fucking. Kenny (laughs) tells me on Saturday. I'm out there trying to build a generator (laughs) and shit. Kenny tells me on Saturday, he's like, "Um, I think I've got enough components to build a generator. I really do. And I'm like, Kenny, this is not fallout, dude. You can't just get three or four rubber bands. No, what I told
1: you is I hear a generator in my neighborhood. (laughs) I was trying
0: to dress it up to where you didn't, like, basically (laughs) tell me you were going to assault me. He was like, what's that
1: have to do with thing? It's almost sundown. <laughs>
0: Best time to raid someone is after sundown. If my
1: power's not back on in two hours. I'm going on a raid.
0: Kenny, you're gonna raid your neighbor?
1: Yes. Perhaps. Time, <laughs> times times have gotten serious. such the strong survive. Um so the strong get can- to play PlayStation.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I played PlayStation to the whole thing. So you didn't uh, have
1: to fight for your PlayStation <laughs> oh, I pansy. Did. I
0: did. I had to fight
1: oh, your wife's power one. button <laughs> and your wife. She's yeah. on board. I'm <laughs> well, she not. was
0: upstairs making Christmas cookies. But when we decided to walk around outside, like more than once, I remember looking at Nikki and going, Hey, we should probably get back. It's getting really bad. Like it's, it was snowing when we went outside and it got like, like a whiteout sort of shit, like for a little bit while we're out there, and I'm like, babe, it's getting pretty bad out here, and we've got cars flying by at 45 miles an hour, <laughs> and I don't want off the road. I know? don't want people to be at Christmas going, "You guys remember Shane and Nikki? They were so full of life before that snowstorm, and somebody really, killed them."
1: Really took a goddamn walk in <laughs> the blizzard
0: like idiots. Don't <laughs> <Sorry>. act <laughs> like we'd say it nice. <laughs> <The> fucking idiots, <laughs> so, died a useless, pointless death because they had to take a walk. So on uh, on Sunday, Nikki comes home after work and she goes, yeah, I was uh, watching the news and we found out about this uh, this family that was out for a walk. The mother and the daughter and uh, the husband, they were all out for a walk and then a tree branch fell and, and the mother's now paralyzed. And I said, see? See what nature that's gets you? Gu- that's going to be you one day. <laughs> see what fucking nature gets you? Getting outside, walking around Mickey's for a Nikki's
1: probably going to get stung by some kind of venomous animal one day because she had to go on some kind of stupid <laughs> snorkeling trip. I maybe don't be mad at me when that shit happens either. I didn't talk it up. I'm just calling what I see. You
0: brought it into existence by saying
1: no. no, Her behavior brought it into existence by having to be fucking entertained constantly by nature. So nature, (coughs) nature is not your friend. Nature invented brown recluses (laughs) and rattlesnakes.
0: So the question becomes, uh, what sort of a party did you have when the power came back on? Well, the power came back on at like
1: three a.m.
0: So oh, you weren't even awake. You didn't <laughs> no. even know. You just woke up warm and were like, "Oh my
1: god!" No, I didn't wake up. Oh, I did wake up because everything came on. <laughs> like loud as shit. Every- ah, the radio's playing. The TV's on. All of a sudden, and I was like, "Oh, great! Now it's back
0: on." And like, did you wake up immediately and play PlayStation?
1: <laughs> no, I woke up and turned everything off and went back to fucking bed. I'm sleeping good, you know. How easy it is to sleep when it's complete darkness. Oh, when, it's, <laughs> when it's complete darkness and, and there's, there's cold? no noise for miles around, <laughs> and it's cold, except for that goddamn generator I kept hearing. <laughs> still, I'm still thinking about stealing that thing, hey. just in case. Just in case there's a bad it's early in storm. winter. It's early in winter, folks. Yeah. Hey, so tell me one more time how it is that God got you pregnant? Because when you tell me the story, it sort of makes sense. But then when I tell the guys at work, they poke all kinds of holes in it.
0: That's it for now that I'm older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online now that I'm older.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Pod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, I'm going home. <laughs> you're not going home, you're Go here. Home. Well, you're going home out of my home. No, I'm not. I'm going to stay here until I'm done. You're done.